rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fold! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got. Yes, good morning. That's good. Good morning, good evening, and everything in between. It is still our holiday season. Family, we here for our Morning Shifters. From our misters to our sisters, we back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dishes so powered by Uno Media. Hope you're having a great break, team. Hey, who's broke? <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter what's in the bank Me. account because no matter what we're earning or what's in there, you got to stay blessed. We Don't stress. That's right, because we've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show if you call down under your home. Welcome to New Media, the Not People's personal. Media. Let's pull. Say no more. Ah, 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 ah. Take your shoes off at the door. Everything you want, nothing you don't. Real people, real talk. That's it. And if we ain't number one of the charts, hopefully we're number one of you. Ha, 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 let's get it, get it. Now, nah, straight up, the who's b- b- broke, though. <laughs> hey, we're rich and boobs. Broke as rich hell. Rich and the boobs. and the boobs, but broke as hell. I like to imagine someone was like literally looking at their phone app on the banking app and be like looking at their money just as that set. You said that? And who's broke, though? And you're like, uh, oh, well, well, that's me. It's honestly, the, that's all of us. The way that Jan gives you that, that Jan dread, you know, when you're just like. <laughs> You've had the big hoorah maybe at New Year's, you know, Crystal. You've still got the hangover from Christmas and, you know, getting those presents that you overextended yourself for. <laughs> that they yeah, then the didn't really give you really the energy loud. back when, like, in terms of appreciation for the gifts that you went and got them, you know? So now you're a little bit bitter. And now, and now, and now you're on the noodles. Oh, yeah, but the that's noodles. us new ducks. That's all the life, though. And that's Brooke, life. what are we listening to today? Go Chat, baby. We started this at the very start of the show. Go Chat is basically one of those things that we have a topic, we debate, we argue you why one person is better or one movie or one line is better than the other when we try and find out what's the great in that topic we've had a bunch and it is all brought to you by links africa we appreciate them jumping on board this year and being a big sponsor yeah thank you to all our sponsors we had in 2023 looking forward to revealing some more in 2024 oh, we got some looking love. forward to getting back on the 15th i uh, can't wait love. to uh, catch up with you guys then it's time for what we call go chat the greatest of all time Baby. Welcome to Martin and Mark's wheelhouse, if you will. The LeBron James of Goat Chat. LeBron James. LeBron James. Now, Goat Chat, what is Goat Chat? Basically, we uh, we come up with a category and we debate what we think is the greatest of all time. Now, guys, we talked about this last time. This microphone right in front of us, that's our paintbrush. The morning shifters, that's our canvas. That's how we go to work today. All right. Our category for a Talk To Me Nice Thursday Is 90s brands Unbelievable Like you know what's great About this chat Is uh, I was actually I was actually stitched up again Same So you guys had a meeting The other day That I wasn't there And you guys obviously Talked about what the topic Could be But you didn't tell me Till almost midnight Last night So Ah you'll be right. Worse for me <laughs> Matua and Mark Had this conversation You're so very right I told Mark What I was going to go with See I don't think You did tell me And this is a real problem Because we both landed in the same area, which will make it no fun. But I'm happy to move if that's what you'd rather, Brooke. I'll pivot, Mark. I'll, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go. Who's you know, going first? Let Mark go first. 90s brand? 90s brand. Mark yeah. or Mark. Take the reins. Take us away. You go first. All right. So um, it's a... Uh, 
I guess for my school assignment this week, uh, the best brand of the 90s, I would like to nominate the one and only. Oh my. Yeah. Get it first time, I'll get it free. Someone is playing a deadly game. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Now, look, guys, I know we aren't arguing the biggest or the most sustainable brand of the 90s. We're actually arguing the best brand of the 90s. And to me, nothing was better than Video Easy. Guys, just let those feelings wash over you again. It gave me the joy. Uh, Video Easy taught me accounting. A mere $20 would give you one new release movie, three Mm. week-long movie hires, Mm. and it gave you that anticipation. The things that built, we were so... Like, we, we didn't get to go online and, and, and sneak watch anything. Uh, one of the greatest things Video Easy gave us was the idea that everyone was equal. If the movies had been hired out, well, y'all were just going to have to wait for the likes of... You're going to die an old, an old lady warm in her bed. Not here. Is that Titanic? <laughs> there was Titanic. Those were the moments that gave you goosebumps. It gave me goals to save money. You know you could hire a PlayStation for the weekend with my best mate Rick for 25 bucks. That would give you the console and three games for the weekend. Uh, weekend. Oh, wow, it did too. It was so good. Uh, it gave me the skill sets to be able to hire movies and deal with things in life later on. Uh, like friends who have just fallen in love. And I just want to say, Brooke, Mato Oh, you. I hope before... God calls your number. You get to experience love one day. Oh, my God. And you know what? The greatest thing about that, the movie that actually taught I mean us. I and I And I'm thankful for that. But I would not know and have got through it had it not been for Video Easy. And he's holding back. He's hiding. <laughs> I can't decide. Why won't he be the king I know he is? The king I see inside. Brooke, you and I are literally Timon and Pumba in this. <laughs> we really are. Matata, my boy. Guys, Video Easy, the greatest brand of the 90s. Give it up, eh? I was actually going to go Blockbuster, but we'll... Movie stores, though, weren't they the greatest? Yeah, the real... Special bond that you would have when you go there on a Friday smell? night. Do you yes. remember the smell? Yes. It was like carpety popcorn. Yes. But felt like home. Fresh. Do you remember going to, to always look at the movies right next to the R18 section? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you got a sneak. Just in case you got a glimpse as that fold door open. Oh. Not me though. I was I was I was God fearing. There was nothing like watching wrestling. That's what I would always oh, go and get, was yes. wrestling. WWF back then. Yeah, SummerSlam. Well, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't have been better than that. We might need to um, We might need to just give Matil Mark this goat segment every week, eh? And he just comes with, like, the fire, because we are not getting in this game, Brock. We are not. Anyway, you're No, 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 you might be... <laughs>
It might be so right. This might just be like a, a great place for us to come. An ode to the nostalgic times. And let Mark own it. But it's my turn. No, it's my turn. Okay, let's go. This morning I've decided to shift gears, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, okay, if I can't go with you know, a precious place in my heart, you know, a video store, what's next? What's precious in my heart? 90s. Man, let's just do it. I'll take Nike. Nike is my brand of the 90s that I think, when Mark talked about being the biggest and the baddest, nah, it is. It is the biggest and the baddest and it's still, it made me feel like something, you know? I put on those shoes and I'd be like, man, I just want to be like Mike. I want to look cool in those gears like Michael Jordan. They still wearing them to today. Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) Honestly, I looked up stuff before. I was like, man, Nike, what they got? They got dope athletes. Tiger's there Michael's there LeBron's there Not in the 90s Michael's there <laughs> Oh It was a real shift of pace Nike's dope man You gotta just do it it's I like one, it There's the one brand That we all wanna wear yeah, We all up, nah, so, um, up, I'm seeking one more Nike's a dope brand Serena <laughs> <laughs> I'll tap out my forefoot Uh all right, well, because I, I didn't find out till late last night, uh, which means I woke up this morning and having to right, scramble come on, come on, right right on. now on the spot. Oh, like that. My, I'm going to go a little bit backwards, a little bit against the grain. Uh, this is the perfect song. For those of us who grew up in better times when we were actually disciplined and we used to get hidings, when they were legal, that's what I actually miss about being like a parent in the 90s. Like, I'm not a parent, but... I would have loved to smack my son. <laughs> I'll say it, you know. Don't we all want to just like give them an appropriate smack? You know, my household at smack the right. You know, obviously not hurting them like in a way that you know, just like a smack. But that's what we got. And so my brand of uh, the nineties is for those of us that got smacked with a whale. There used to be a wooden spoon, bro, in the shape of a whale. Yeah, that's right. See, some of you right now, you forgot about that whale. And guess what it had on this wooden spoon? Oh, tell me. That was shaped like a whale, Brooke. It had a Bible verse on it. (laughs) And your parent used to walk you to the room and they used to say, Son, this is actually going to hurt me a lot more than it's going to hurt you. And you're like, Cap. (laughs) <laughs> You're thinking cap yeah, And this is this is the Bible verse that was on it Discipline your child And he slash she will give you rest Will give you delight to your heart <laughs> Mark you got it man Congratulations hey. We gotta change this I know I at least came second my boss No that, no that no but, but, but I'm, I'm being honest Like probably if you grew up in a religious household You remember the brand that was the wooden spoon shaped like a whale with a bubble vessel. That's a real thing? That's yeah, a real I thing, see, bro. We never had that, but we definitely had the wooden spoons, just like whatever was closest to mum. And then you had to stand there with your hand out and just wait. You'd be sitting there, standing there with your brothers and sisters, and, like, and the anticipation would build, and you'd be like, and you'd think about what you'd done wrong. You'd never do it again. Until you, you do it again. You know how I knew, um, like, you, this is how you know a parent was evil too, like pure evil, like inside of their heart, when they used to say, turn your hand over? Yeah, yes. Smack the outside. Oh, your hand. Yeah. 
hope you've all uh, your numbers been called soon because if you're not gone already, you deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Jay. Let's go, Jay. Mark, you want it again. Well done. All right, guys, that's us. That is the show. Good song to wrap no, it up okay, on. Okay, to. okay, okay. I'm gonna make no. You know what? I'm gonna give intention. I'm gonna make a promise. Next week, my tour, Mark. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take first place. I'm gonna challenge you. Next week, whatever it is, let me know in advance, please. I'm taking that spot off my tour, Mark. Let's take some um, suggestions. Jump on the, the Shifters Facebook page if you're not there as well. How do I and get it? LeBron versus uh, MJ. That's the one that comes through a lot. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, that's we easy, Mama. That's LeBron. MJ. LeBron. Okay. Who's greater? LeBron James is better. What are you talking about? Oh. I think LeBron James is better. He's not greater. Bro, LeBron's the goat and the boat. But He's the greatest say, of all time and the you, best of all time. Then you can say at the end of Steph, potentially Steph's better no, than LeBron. We're not going Steph's down Steph's better than LeBron, but is he greater than LeBron? No. That's so how you know I know you're I mean? out, man. You know you're how, out. You, know you ain't I mean? a part of this comment. Jordan, let me and Mark handle that one. So it's just knocking at the door. Open it up, because hello, what's back? The greatest of all time. Oh, you have been asking who are we to say no. Uh, it's been a long time between drinks when we have Goat Chat. Greatest of all time. Now we pick a topic. And Matua Mark, uh, as Jordan said at the front of the show, has been the goat of Goat Chat so far. Oh, and, and you know, Matua Mark, we know that you don't like being, you know, you don't want us to G you up like that, but... If we're thinking historically for this segment, you have absolutely punished us. And so this is an opportunity for us to try and step up, um, and maybe you'll punish us again. You know what? The great thing about this is this is a lesson in everyone's life. Mm. It it's all step up. It? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Take no. it like to I, the streets. Like I said, uh, my standards are where I have had them so far. I would not like to be raising my standards <laughs> going into this. Where you have me thinking on the go chat, leave those standards there. Yeah, All me, right, pitch me, us. Me what do we got? Definitely bottom of the barrel. Uh, today, our topic is our category. Woo, drum roll. Greatest TV moment Ooh. of all time. We. Greatest TV moment of all time. That's our go chat today, guys. Like we said last time, uh, the mic. That is our paintbrush. The canvas. Yes, that is your ears. Is the ears. <laughs> and, and, and enjoy. I don't know. Do you want to go first? Canvas, not the ears. Do you want to go first? Shifters at the canvas. No, you go first. You, go first. Okay. you start us off, Jordan. You, you, you get this bad boy rolling today. All right. I'll start. So if we're talking uh, greatest TV show of all time, we should probably play my music. Let's play some music. Are you sabotaging me already? <laughs> I asked if you wanted the rain. You said, yeah, I had the rain. Mm. What is the greatest TV show of all time? A question for the ages. In 1927, Mr. Fransworth invented the telly, better known as the television, which truly made way for a Pandora's box right in our living rooms. Unlike with movies, limited by its duration... There's something about a TV show that makes you feel all the emotions that much deeper. A good show will keep you entertained. The great shows will make you see something of yourself. The great shows speak to us and our experiences in a way that no other medium can quite replicate. It's powerful. So let's take a little walk down memory lane. We all remember sitting in front of the TV watching our mothers 
born Princess Diana. We remember the hug, the hug that Uncle Phil gave Fresh Prince. Can we leave out a true TV moment down under? Have you forgotten Claire's death on McLeod's daughters? What about when Lost took over the world by storm? Not Penny's boat. If I say Snow Patrol chasing cars, what colour do you think of? Grey. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, if you've done that, that's pretty good. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Sons, yeah, great. Yep. When Opie died, I cried too. I should stop, eh? There's really too many TV moments to name. So if you're asking me to tell you what I think the greatest moment in television is, I would have to say it could only be the one that left me speechless. I don't need any audio. If you've watched the show, it's still etched in your memory. To this day, these five words I will always remember. The Lannisters send their regards. Oh! Good, 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 good. That, ladies and gentlemen, is my greatest TV moment of all time. That's good. Man. Well done. Hey, Jesus, it's hard to shake your hand properly on that one. Well done. (laughs) Mark, you might have your work cut out for you today. Oh, this is how I imagined the segment would go all along. But this, that was great. I want, like, yeah, my mind is boggling. The, 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 yeah, the journey we just went on. Oh, mate, the ones you left out, though, eh? You really go back and you think, oh, damn. TV's been such an integral part of our lives for so long. Oh. We, this was before the internet was Have around. Have you started? No. <laughs> no, 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 100%. 100%. I'm backing you. That's, uh, that was awesome. Emotion. Mark, you want to go second? No, you close the show. I'll go second. You never quite want to talk through uh, like the, the moments either because it's they're spoiler alerts. You yeah, know? Like yeah, I, I hear. You know, it's the same. Did GP Chat not give you the links? Or yeah, no. <laughs> oh, good, oh, good. Now nah, you you guys turn. I'll just sit back. Okay, I'll go. I'll go second. <laughs> was that was that all good or shit? Nah. <laughs> Damn it! I wanted I wanted to do better. Uh, I'll just play out my the, the vibe is gonna completely change. No, oi, put your hey. put your big boots on and get into it, bro. Hey. You can do this. Let's push, bro. Don't fake me. No, 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 okay. <laughs> I felt that. Build me up before it comes down. When Mark brought this to me, or when we talked about it yesterday, there was one thing that came straight to my head, and I was like, I have to stay a little bit true to that. Now I worked out that my problem was I was trying to convince everybody else that this is the greatest moment of all time. No, this is my. Yeah, that's on brand. Greatest TV moment of all time. <laughs> no, no, it made me feel something. Jordan, and, and you're, too, you're actually right too because you see the great shows will make you think something of yourself. Mm. And I think everyone knows there's a scene that happens in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that, um, that I saw a little bit of myself in. Yeah, I did. It was a bit of a sad one. But it's... Um, what, what, about, what about this TV moment do you think makes it so powerful, bro? What about it? Mm. Here's why it's powerful to me. Because it's the same question that I asked myself. Okay. Yeah, you went there. We want to go there today? Okay. Yeah. Okay, now you went there. Here's the, here's the, thing, here's the thing about, or no, here's what I will say about myself as someone without a dad, right? And when you hear it, it might sound, you might like this one a little bit better. I didn't have heaps of questions. 
I have one question. And that's the question that Will Smith asked at the very end of this. I'm sorry. I, you know, if there was something that I Hey, you know do. what? You ain't got to do no, nothing up. You know, ain't like I'm still five years old, you know? Ain't like I'm going to be sitting up every night asking my mom, when's daddy coming home, you know? Who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Made a bunch hey, I got of those. pretty damn good at it too, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? Got through my first date without him, right? Mm. I learned how to drive. I learned how to shave. I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Die with him! I ain't need him then, and I don't need him now. Will. Nah, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'm gonna get through college without him. I'm going to get a great job without him. I'm going to marry me a beautiful honey, and I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm going to be a better father than he ever was. And I sure as hell don't need him for that, because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids. Mm. How come he don't want me, man? It's got to feel something to you. Hey, you don't need a prep when it's... It's right there, eh? They say acting is a way of living out one's insanities. Oh. You prep, my boy. That's all I got today. Wow. Don't threw me a lob halfway through there. I appreciate that. I got you, that. my boy. I, 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 I got felt you, that lob. I got you, my I felt boy. that lob. You know what I'm just you know what I'm stoked about? We we have set the table for my tour, man. We finally done our job. We did our job. We did our job, people. We finally done our job on this segment. Oh wow. <clears throat> man, Brooke, Jordan, I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> I'm so proud of you guys. Now we did our job, good Feels like we've arrived. Baby, stand up. Talk to me about Talk to me about how how we gonna lose now. If we lose now, we're never doing this again. You know what? It's come to my uh, just just this is just random thought. I, I, it's come to my attention that perhaps the greatest TV moment belongs within ourselves. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like maybe the greatest TV moment was really it's a personal thing. So I'm gonna keep it personal with my pitch. <laughs> the year was 1990. little eight-year-old Mark enjoying the exploration of new experimental music that had hit his eardrums. My tanned-coloured origin jeans with turtlenecks Gibby was set. My bag was packed to spend the weekend at my best mate's house out in the country. I was pumped. This was set to be my biggest weekend ever. The Gulf War still occupied most people's minds, but for me, uh-uh. The biggest news <laughs> in my nine-year-old horizons was WrestleMania 6. They called it the ultimate challenge. The main event pitting WWF champion Hulk Hogan against WWF Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, The Ultimate Warrior. My mate's dad, who I never really saw around the house much, had dubbed WrestleMania 6 on VCR. As we didn't have the internet, no money to buy the magazines. For us, we were viewing this as if it was live. Yeah, buddy! Now, as I thought through this GOAT TV moment... 
I got selfish. Sure, people could get you know tied up in Grey's Anatomy's Denny's death moment. The juxtaposition of what we just heard then with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Perhaps this wasn't a moment that they nailed pure love and joy like Rachel finding Ross on Friends. No, no, no. For me, this was champ versus champ. Come on! Hulkamaniacs versus the warrior. Every steroid available was on display. Every title that mattered was up for grabs. Now I could bore you with the minor details of the pre-fight build-ups. But why bother? That doth butter no bread. The real meat in the sandwich was what happened in the match. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you my greatest TV moment of all time. The Ultimate Warrior beating Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 6. Come on. You know what that is? Don't mess with this show, period. You want the smoke? You're going to get the smoke from Matua Mark. You're going to get the smoke from Brooke. You're going to get the smoke from me. If you know people in higher places, clip that. Send them to us. Say we need some sponsorship. <laughs> Who's making better listening experiences than this? I don't know. That's an award right there. Honestly, clip the day. This Just makes me want to swear. But we promised we wouldn't. Nah. I might swear next. <laughs> First <Hey>. time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Fado. That made that made me uh, that made that made me spicy. <laughs> Okay, so um, what I'm going to do is those who listen on Spotify, <laughs> there's actually going to be a poll right now. There's going to be a poll for your favourite of those three TV moments. Uh, you'll be able to vote uh, on Spotify for your favourite TV moment. Hey, we might be in the running, my boy. Hey. We, we, did, we, didn't go, we went down swinging if we went down. I don't even care at this point. Like, I'm, just, I'm just hyped off that. Well done, lads. Well done. Well played. The greatest of all time. Brought to you by Lynx Africa. New Zealand's number one male deodorant fragrance, The Goat. <laughs> yes, it is. We back, baby. We back. It is the greatest of all time and brought to you by Lynx Africa, the greatest of all time. We get to argue what we think in a certain category is the greatest of that category, and this week is no different. Gentlemen, are we ready to work out what exactly we are arguing about this week? Say less. <laughs> All right, here we go. The greatest real-life animal in a movie. Ha ha. Tough one. The greatest... Real-life, though, eh? Yeah, real-life animal no in Mufasa. a movie. No Mufasa. No Mufasa. They can't be cartoon. That would have been easy. They can't be... What is it when they... Live action. CGM. Into CGI. The movie. Yeah, CGI, sorry. CGM, CGM though. It's yeah. good. <laughs> That's something. Yeah, that's something. So, uh, as is every week, I'll go first. Boys, let me get started. Have you ever heard of Candyman? If you look in the mirror and you say his name five times. Candyman! Ah, yes! Candyman! 
animals. Don't do that. Movies. All right, everybody, gather around. The Candyman is. The idea we are not satisfied with just their companionship. Oh no, we're not satisfied with just growing them and consuming them. No, 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 no. Not often. Now her. we expect them to entertain us on the big screen. Who can take a sunrise? Who can take a sunrise? Well, in 1995. Screw you, Hollywood! The animals had enough of Tinseltown and reckoned. My nomination for the greatest real-life animal in a movie is actually animals. Yep. These animals are the real heroes in my eyes, as they refuse to be filmed without collecting a bit of GST. My nomination: it's the bees from the 1995 thriller Candyman. The film used more than 200,000 real honeybees, and while most of the crew wore bodysuits for protection, they all walked away with stings. Tony Todd, who played Candyman in the OG movie, negotiated a bonus of one thousand dollars for every time he got stung. Do you know how many stings he got? How many? Twenty-three stings. That's twenty-three thousand dollars extra. The poor movie makers had to pay because these bees, they went up for it. Now, sure, the movie was a box office success, and perhaps the bees were never the star, but the honeybees were put on the map, and behind the scenes. They were stinging up a storm, costing the producers an extra 23k, uh, 23K in filming. But back in 1995, that was like a zillion dollars. So, yes, it was. We can all remember the film as the time Hollywood reached out to the bees and asked if they were keen, and the bees replied. The bees and the Candyman is my nomination for the greatest real-life animals in film. Nice, nice, my bees. Twenty-three thousand. This. Okay, here we go. My turn. Some may know this. I got to. I got to sing a little bit. Is that okay? <clears throat> <laughs> Baby, don't worry about a thing. I got you. Cause every little thing. It's gonna be alright. Thank you so much, team. If you know, then you know. But if you don't, allow me to have this first dance with you. You really sang for your intro. <laughs> so if you know, you know, my boy. In life, we're looking for a couple real ones. That's all we need, right? We just need a couple of them. Those ones who are there on the brightest days, but also the coldest of nights. And in front of the camera, to the world, Will Smith has had some of the best. He had Marcus. He had Carlton. Can we take a second to just remember how great him and Agent K were together? <sighs> But maybe, just maybe, there's one that reigns supreme in terms of a real ride or die. One that, when he needed him the most, she stood up and stood out. Ladies and gentlemen of the Shifters community, my nomination today is Samantha, the dog from I Am Legion. German Shepherd. For those who haven't seen I Am Legion, it's a movie that follows the last human survivor and his best friend, his dog, in a post-apocalyptic world overrun. I missed that part up. That's right. Apocalyptic world overrun by mutants. 
Sam was so great in this movie that I wanted to go out and get the man's best friend. Unwavering loyalty, compassion, a friendship that money or social pressures have impacts on these days is potentially watered down. But that dog that he had right there, that dog that was there to the very end is my nomination today. Now, before I leave and close this, I want to play one final piece of audio of the undying love and protection that we all potentially long for. It's the scene where the sun is falling and the mutant dogs are ready to attack and Sam protects Will Smith one last time. Come on. Sam, come on. This is what I need. I need a dog like this. We them dogs. Who's gonna ride with me? You want the protection, the loyalty, that compassion and friendship. As we can hear Sam here protecting her man, Robert Wilson. We gotta go home, Sam. Let's go. This is my nomination today. Sam, the dog from I Am Legend. The definition of got that dog in him. That is my nomination today. Wow. Great call. Wow. Well done, Brooke. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Brooke, that was amazing. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. We do need them dogs with us. What okay, about, it's what my about the bees? Oh, the bees. Yeah, the bees. Okay. Yeah, the bees. Probably give you. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a beef effort. Hey! <laughs> it's my turn. If you're not born in the '90s, you probably won't really be able to feel what I'm about to play right now. Okay. Because you've probably forgot about that little boy, that little boy from Massachusetts called Jesse. Hey, boy. Don't forget me, okay? I'm gonna forget you. Say love your mom for me, okay? I really love you, boy. I love you. You can do it. It's enough, Jordan. That's free willy, baby. I don't double it down with this song. If you're going to ask me what the greatest animal of all time is in a a movie, a real-life animal, then we're going for a swim. (laughs) Get your talk, ladies and gentlemen. The goat has arrived. Can I say this? Free willy ain't just a movie. It's a heartbeat. A pulsating rhythm of liberation echoing in every breach. Willie or Free Willie, that magnificent orca embodies the grit we all crave. Locked in a watery prison, he defied captivity, symbolizing the relentless pursuit of freedom. This ain't just a tale of fins, whanau, and flukes. It's a saga etched in the depths of the soul. Preach! Free Willie's colossal leaps are a metaphor for life's hurdles. He faced <laughs> them head on and soared higher. Literally, he jumped he over jumped the rocks. Over he jumped over those rocks. It was a mean jump. In the arena of real life animals on screen, he stands as a monument of tenacity, reminding us that in every struggle there's a potential triumph. So, champions, embrace the spirit of Willie. Free Willie. <laughs> hey, that's enough, man. Breach your confines and let the world hear your anthem of victory. This ain't about a whale. It's about tapping into the primal, 
force that propels us forwards to greatness. That little kid, Jesse, who set free Willie Free. We're running with you across those rocks right now. We're Run, we believe in you, Willie. Run, Willie. Set yourself free. Set yourself free. Free your ass, Willie. Free your Willie. Free your Willie. He's jumping down! He's jumping down! He's free! Don't get him, Willie! Swim down to the ocean, Willie! Never come back! Get him, get him, Willie! That is your greatest of all time segment, greatest animals in real life. We're gonna go out there, right? Thank you, the Lynx. We're out, baby. That's another show for us. I hope y'all bought your A-game. Oh. What does that mean? <laughs> I'd like to think Brooke and I bring our A-game every week. I got my pistols up, baby. You'd like to think so. Hmm. Debatable, though. Debatable. So what are we debating this week in the greatest of all time? The greatest petrol station snack. Woo! Yummy, yummy, yummy. Ooh. Many a time spent there. It's the best snack because it's the it's it's the only thing you like. It's the only time you really stop for a snack, right? Yeah. You know, you go to the supermarket. I might pick up something in case I get hungry, a bit pickish. But the petrol station snack is tailored to the snack. Really nice way to put it. So we get to do this each week thanks to Goat, uh, the Goat uh, Fragrance in Lynx Africa, the greatest of all time. Today we are going to be discussing the greatest petrol station snack. Uh, the order being, I'll go first. I'm happy to go first. Again. I'll go in the middle, man. Make you smile and giggle. Yeah. Uh, MJ fourth quarter will go last. <laughs> <don't worry about laughs> uh, how fun. Yeah. Missed right. more than he made. Without further ado, Still let's get to get it. I want to introduce you to a snack that I'm sure we know and love well. There's the King of England. Members of the House of Commons. There's the King of Basketball. <laughs> LeBron James and of course the king of pop but nothing beats the king of snacks and thus the goat of petrol station snacks oh you got there early when the tongue needs a tang and the petrol station's at hand it ain't no thang but to slam the burger rang oh my goodness you wrote a poem I wrote a little poem for mine. Now, as a kid, the flavour packs a punch, so we use them as, like, rings or knuckle dusters, depending on, you know, what you want to do. But as an adult, the road trip companion, the zesty hit of tomato goodness while travelling either home from work or on a long roadie, it's the trusted Bluebird Burger Rings that is my nomination for the greatest petrol station snack of all time. I actually forgot I really love burger rings, eh? <laughs> they're on. I don't feel like they put that them did. in the front of the shelf anymore. Like, they're kind of going off, you know? No need. Yeah, true. No need. I'll go see They're still that. front shelf and gizzy, eh? <laughs> still number one. Let me jump in there. Cue my music, please. I want to cast your mind back to the young adolescent you. Come on. Maybe you're seven. Maybe you're eight. First day of the summer school holidays. 
Sun's out. Blue skies. Just wrapped up a big day at the beach. You and the family had your best friend there as well. You jump back in the car. Windows down. Shit, they are. Little ocean still stuck on the skin. You know the one? Uh, I hear you. you t- I'm right there with you. Maybe some sand still in the toes. Oh, what a day. Ooh, Next thing you know, you hear that indicator go. Mum's pulling over to the left. You're pulling into the petrol station. It's tree time. <laughs> Mum jumps out, starts to pump the gas. Just as she's walking in, you hit her with that master plan that you and your best friend have been scheming in the backseat oh, of the car. Oh, no, you did it. Mum! Jake's hungry, can you grab us our snack, please? Oh, Jake's always hungry. I love the Modi accent too. She looks back, she replies, she says, Get your head back in the car. Mm. Now, Jordan, to the untrained ear, you may have missed it. That might have sounded like a big no. But we know that was the biggest. Yes, baby, I got you. Yeah. Because <laughs> the friend's there. I got you got you. it. I got it. And you and your best friend, you're in the back seat, you debrief over the execution of the plan that just happened, and mum opens that door. And there's an abundance of snacks that she comes with. But the truth is, really, there's only one that reigns supreme. There's only one snack that will make this great day that we have just had the best day ever. And that snack right there is the popsicle slushy in all of its glory. A cup filled with a swirling you frozen right. blend of raspberries really and right lemonade. Right you really right The right sheer there. size of it alone instantly sets it apart from the other frozen products. That first hit that sends a shiver of coolness down the spine. I hate, that should be called slushy because you slushed while you eat it. Come on now. <laughs> that tartiness of raspberry that dance with a zesty lemonade creating Woo! a symphony oh! of flavors. Come on. They're simply put, my I'm dear right friends there. and shifters. I'm in the car with you now. As you scoop it around and make a mountain in the middle. It's second to none. And that why I would like to nominate today the Popsicle Slushy. As the greatest petrol station snack of all time. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Love that. That's really good. Hit the track. I don't want to have to do this. I don't want to have to do this. What's up, shifters? You want to talk about the best snack? G-O-A-T, you better get back. Every time I'm in the car going on the drive, I have to get a snack. Make sure I get right. How you gonna tell me what the best snack is? Class is now in session. Sit down, kids. I got a lot to say, and I hope you get mad. From chocolates to lollies, all the fun to love me because I buy the treats. But did you do the mahi? That ain't for you. Give it back. Closed mouths don't get fed on this trip. I pick the snacks because I push the whip. So tell me, what's the best treat? Is it yours, yours? It couldn't be me. I'm a simple man with a simple plan. I'm humble. I'll even drive the family van. Don't stress. I'll tell you what my goat snack is. S-N-I-C-K-E-R-S Snickers. That's me. All day, that's me. I said, I said Snickers. That's me. All day, that's me. I said Snickers, you better lick this. From the Ooh. top of your head down to your knickers. That's undies in Kiwi language. That's underwear. Knickers is underwear in Kiwi language. <laughs> I didn't say the bad word. That's Snickers. That's Snickers. That's Snickers. Peace. Do you always want to find out what we're arguing about today? Oh, yes, come please. on now. Oh, well, let's get it, get it. The greatest boy band ever. <laughs> oh.
There's only one. Don't wake the giant. There's only Don't one. Don't wake the giant. There can only be one of these. On the Finua. The oh, nonchalant. he's going. Brooke decided to walk in today and was like, I've got this, boys. You don't even need to turn up. So, you know what? We'll do it in the same order that we usually do, and I'll go first. What are we doing, boys? Week in, week out. We just get into it about topics that are just so silly. Greatest dairy snacks. Greatest kiwi ever. Greatest lie ever told. Oh, I won that one. <laughs> Not this week, boys. Not a good one to me. It's my wheelhouse now. The boy bands with the 90s. That was where Sparkles had dreadlocks and done rock the world right. Sparkly Wackly. Come on now. Rock your body. Back up right there. Where are we? Everybody. Where are we? Come on. Rock your body right. Back streets, back. My nomination for the greatest boy band of all time, the Backstreet Boys. Let the school clubs smell like Dax Wax in Lynx Africa. Oh, Let God, the bar smell like cigarettes, purple G's and green grenades. Oh, Let the blue nitrous nightclub and gizzy oh. neon lights shine on those white pants and the dandruff on your black tops. I like to wear all the oh, dandruff. Oh, we're searching, gentlemen. We are searching for our life partners out in the clubs. <laughs> and then this banger comes on. Along with every other song the Back Boys, uh, the Backstreet Boys actually released. Unparalleled longevity, spanning over three decades of success, international appeal, and icon status. chart-topping hits to even count, exceptional vocal talents, and the Backstreet Boys get my nomination for the greatest boy band ever. That's amazing. You took me there. You <laughs> took me there to better times. Mark, absolutely incredible. And I'll be honest with you, if, if it wasn't for basically a call from the heavens above, I probably would have gone with that group as well. But I, I got this call and I thought, destiny awaits. I welcome you to a one-night and one-night-only experience. Oh, he freestyled too. Where you'll be staying at Hotel Boys to Men. I'll be your host this evening. Dinner is on us. Where's my panties? Where we welcome you to the greatest boy band to ever lace them up. Close your eyes, make a wish. Oh, you're killing me already. And blow out the candlelight. Tonight, Boys to Men will show you what a true dream is. What a true gentleman looks like. With the harmonies being the compass to your emotions, from experiencing a love like this one day, Mm-mm. one day you will, to loss and vulnerabilities. Oh. First on tonight's menu for entrees, we will be serving you arguably the greatest love song of all time. Come on now, Brooke. You may ask, why are you starting with such a big entree? Talk, talk your shite. We just want you to know that boys to men tonight, oh, they mean business. are enjoying those now that entrees are done it's to the main course and we felt we had to serve you up the second longest charting number one in song history 
slightly heavier main course. But we had to that. nod. You better drop that. We had to give a nod to those who you wish could join us here this evening. We've also decided to pair this with a side of Mariah Carey. Yeah. I'm gonna eat that steak slow. Make sure you sip on a little Mariah over there. Oi! The female make the best boy bag. She's carrying this tray. <laughs> We're not allowed disrespect to the greatest of all times. We hope you enjoyed your main course. Now all that is left is dessert. Mm, chocolate brown. <laughs> Four Maltesers. Here you go, baby. <laughs> Tonight here at Hotel Boys to Men, we live in with Maltesers. one. <laughs> Alongside those four Maltesers, we live you with one parting gift, and that is a reminder that Boys to Men are the greatest boy band of all time. You take your presents. You take your gift. Use our amenities over the next couple of weeks. And we hope you enjoy your five-star stay here at Hotel Boys to Men. On review, I actually kind of think maybe it's not the best hotel name we could have, but we're going to choose. Nah, that's good. That's right. good. Just don't pop out for a Coca-Cola, eh, Brooke? You don't you dare. <laughs> don't you come around the corner to the carnival. Guys, I tell you what, my top mark, absolutely I'll iconic boy bands. But for me and my goat boy band of all time, I can't look past the local shore, can I? Uh-huh. It's yeah. got to be Nisian for me. <laughs> Nisian mistake. I'm going local. Oh, he's going local. Come on. Come on now. Uh, Come on uh, now, Fano. Nisian style is Say what, say what. Ladies, beware. Uh-huh. Now tell me if you Who's down? Are you down? Are you down? Are you down? That's Are you right. Down? The year is 2002. <laughs> Diversity in music wasn't anything like we have now with Aotearoa being a country in the Pacific and Auckland being the Pacific capital of the world. We needed a group. We needed a band of brothers. We needed a voice. We needed Nisha. Let's go. Nisha Mystic and New Zealand Music Group played a pivotal role in shaping the cultural and environmental landscape of the country, fusing Polynesian influences with hip-hop and R&B. Their unique sound resonated with diverse audiences, reflecting the nation's multicultural identity. The group's lyrics often explored themes of identity, love, and social issues, fostering a sense of connection amongst young Kiwis. Nisha Mystic's success internationally showcased New Zealand's musical talent and enriched its cultural representation. They had bangers, but also they had tracks like this. What makes Nisha Mystic my go-boy band of all time was the impact their music had on Māori and Pacific Island brothers. Their song Brothers was pivotal, introducing vulnerability, but in a unique way. Departing from traditional themes, the song delved into personal struggles and emotions, offering, offering a fresh perspective. This departure from the norm contributed to its significance, marking a milestone expressing emotions within the genre. 
When he said, for real, Uso, I'll be there for you. Oh, shout out. That was our anthem. <laughs> My man, we got history running deep beneath the physical. Connected together, never roaming as individual. My goat boy band of all time. I know it's local. They might not be on par with the boys to men's in the back streets. But in my heart... Nisha Mystic all the way, baby. I just want to throw out there, too. I'm pretty sure Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys is a Māori. <laughs> this week's topic is... The greatest line ever sung. Oh, that's a big one. Oh, there's a lot in this one. Oh, come on now. So talk to me. The GOAT segment's pretty easy. Each week we throw out a, uh, a topic. Boys will uh, will argue who they think or what they think is the GOATest, uh, the GOAT in that topic is, and uh, and you guys can decide. We'll leave it up to you guys to decide. You be the judges. So this week is clearly ah, the greatest line lyric. ever sung. How oh. dare you? Oh. I don't know about you, just this, quickly, before we start, I, this was hard for me. I spent a lot of time. This was hard for me, and I don't know if I actually... I mean, jokes, I've, I've picked the greatest. <laughs> I've picked the greatest line of all time, 1,000%. Don't worry about me. Well, who's up? I'm slightly nervous. You're up first, Mark. Yeah, let's go with you, Mark. Okay. Let's get into it. (laughs) Okay. So the greatest line ever sung will always be subjective. Hey, it's all about receiving those feelings of the lyrics. But with age and time... The lyrics that I've chosen, well, I heard them many, many years ago. Now, as I listen back, hits differently. It trickles over me, as does Father Time. And Billy Joel released the song Piano Man back in 1973, eight years before I was born. It refers to him playing a piano in a bar. But the song is all about loneliness. It's about somewhat of a pathetic group of people sitting in this bar on a Saturday night because they all have nothing better to do, no one left to love. That still happens these days too. Very much so. Mm. It happens more than we probably like to think. <laughs> like to admit. Yeah. Um, and this is a song, I think the song lyrics itself is all about when an old man requests a song over his tonic and gins, struggling to remember a time in his life where he knew love. It's both beautiful and it's tragic, and it reminds us to treasure our loved ones and our youth. Here is the lyric. He says, son, can you play me a memory? I'm not really sure how it goes. But it's sad and it's sweet and I knew it complete when I wore a younger man's clothes. Oh, I guess for me, 41 years old, like I'm at that point in my life, where I think the next thing is forgetting about stuff like that, like things that you treasure. Quote, he says, son, can you play me a memory? I'm not really sure how it goes, but it's sad and it's sweet, and I knew it complete when I wore a younger man's clothes. I nominate Billy Joel's Piano Man as the greatest lyrics to ever be sung. Hey, okay. There's a lot of songs, but you go... Oh, Mr. Joe, up to you. Oh, something to you too. <laughs> up to you, mate. Oh, Mr. Joe. That's oh, nice, baby. Mike. That's nice. It's a good way to start. Yeah, it's, good right, way to start. it's a good way to start. That's cute. Nice. Yeah. Let me jump in there a second. Come on now. 
Okay, Mark. Okay, great way to start. I'll just jump in here and try my best. That's all I can do at this point. And then Jordan, as you, said, as you said at the top, there's so many songs you can go to, right? I, I thought about this long and hard for a long, long time. And I've come up with one. But I had a couple honorary mentions. Can I just give you a couple of the ones on, that I was going to think about? Uh, first one was Andre 3000. He has a line in a song called International Players oh. Anthem, which, by the way, preach. Ain't that a song? Heavy. He said, I'm so like a pimp. I'm glad it's night, so delight from the sun would not burn me on my bum. That's oh. a great nomination. A great bro. line. Yeah. And I cannot, we don't have time to break that down, but if you get time, because that song is whew, it's one of the best. Well, that's what I love about this whole feature, you know. We bring up several and we, you know. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Hey, Mark. No, do people talk over yours? I wish I could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a vibe. Hey, you two. How about you just shut the hell up? <laughs> shut the hell up, Mate, you two. This is a comp, bro. You think we out here just Super like, good. Gina, I, I, I hate him. Billy Joel. I don't give a damn about Billy Joel. Let's go. Let's go, so chat, baby. Let's go. You ain't going to rush me on mine. Hold on. You ain't going to rush me. Second one I had, Homebrew. Oh, how Amazing. many did you have? I had two, Mark, bro. Shush, Billy Joel. <laughs> There's a song called Basketball Court, and he said, uh, looking at the world from the three-point line from three feet tall or the tw- way to 24, this basketball court it knows my life. And to me, I was like, wow. That's always had an impact on me. But but I couldn't give it to those because I was like, how do we even justify that those are good enough, right? True, so true. I had to come up with some categories. And the categories that I've gone with to find out what the greatest lyric of all time is, global impacts. Yeah, true. Great category. Mark, what are you doing, bro? I'm backing you. Go. Shut the hell up over there. I don't need you. <laughs> Test of time. That inner child always comes out. <laughs> Feeling and believability. Mm. Those are the four categories that I gave it, right? Now, the song that I'm going to play, you might be like, oh, that's cheesy. Guess what? I'm a cheesy mother sucker. I don't even care. I'm cheesy lemon breezy. So this song to me, it's strong. It's real. It's powerful. It's confronting. It's sung by, arguably, to me, the greatest vocalist of all time. But it's also easy to understand. What I've gone with... That's all we needed. Just play the thing. Shut the hell up. What a tune! My nomination for today is Whitney Houston. Greatest lyric of all time. Can you can you tell us what that actual lyric is? The one that you're nominating? Bring forward. From the greatest love of all. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna rush me no, today. No, no, no. Isolate that one. Y'all ain't gonna rush me today. Maybe it's that bit. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. They say music can heal wounds, the medicine can't. So oh, Whitney Houston to me. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. Whitney yes, Houston bro. to me. I see what you did there. Greatest, greatest love. <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> that was tight. <laughs> That's me today, boys. 
Whitney Houston has taken over. All right, team. Well, seems like we're all in our feelings today. Mm-mm. Playtime's over, kid. Let's get in the stadiums, eh? Let's get in the stadiums. The greatest song has to have the greatest story for me. Like Mark said, uh, the greatest song would be, uh, or the line ever sung would be subjective. But if it's the line of all time, it has to be global, no matter what race, country, colour or gender, you know, everyone has to know it. So for me, this would have to be the song, but it's also about the story. Would you like me to tell you the story of oh, Fix You? Day, oh, please. The lead singer of this band, Chris Martin, used to be with Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Now, her hero died, her father died, and uh, she was distraught. And there's a time, the story goes, she was lying on the bed, and she, she could not stop crying. Chris didn't know what to do. And she said, can you just take this away? She said, can you just, I don't know how, will this ever stop? Will this ever go away? All I need you to do is just, can you fix this? And as he held Gwyneth Paltrow, his wife, he thought, isn't that the greatest idea for a song? Mm. That when we experience pain, you want to fix it. But the pain is a part of everything in the process. Turn it up, Brooke. He then went outside, he went to his piano. Chris Martin from the Bangkok place sat down and he wrote the lyrics for Fix You. Tear Street! That is the story. But let me tell you, this is the greatest look. This is the greatest look. They'll guide us home. And when we die, they'll ignite our bones. And if I can, I'll try. That's my one, folks. Billy Joel, Coldplay, and Whitney. Greatest line ever.